Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. still and so uh wednesday he started coming down with it i think actually tuesday he started because you kind of you know how they get that grim look and they look kind of pale and i was like you don't look so good <laughs> you know the wife that's always faithful is like you don't look good today <laughs> but don't ever tell me that <laughs> no. and i was like you know i said are you okay today and that was tuesday and he's like yeah i'm doing, doing pretty good i was like okay i'll believe you <laughs> And so then Wednesday came, and uh, Wednesday night he texted me for prayer, and he was like, uh, I can't do it. And so um, and Thursday, then Friday, then Saturday, I was like, okay. I was like, this isn't just like a one-day thing. <laughs> Usually he's back at it a couple days. And um, so I really just believe it's attack on him. And, uh, you know, the devil's good like that. And so um, he's eating everything. Like He's not eating as much as what he, but you know, when you're sick, you usually eat soup or you just don't eat at all because nothing sounds good. Well, he's eating like tacos, like of all things when you're sick. So it's really odd, you know, like you stand back and you're like, are you sure you're sick? <laughs> you know, like You really don't feel good, right? You know, like, are you just putting this on? <laughs> and but what he does get is like chills, like severe chills, and then he's severely hot, like sweating. So it's it's interesting. And so, but that's the only that's the only thing he has. <laughs> His throat's fine. <laughs> and so it's just I'm laughing because it's just kind of funny to watch him. Like, you know. and so, but we're we're believing God. Uh, we we are supposed to be leaving on Tuesday. We are leaving. <laughs> So I might need somebody, one of you to go with me, <laughs> take his place. No, and so um, we're believing that this thing is gone. And so you can believe with us. We prayed Wednesday night. So sometimes you just got to act like it, and you got to act like the word is so. And so you walk it out. Even though it's not instant, as you're a believer, you walk it out, which isn't always the fun part of it. But we shall see see him come back so praise God so you have me today I am Pastor Kelly if anybody here doesn't know <laughs> and so today is a brand new series called love I think it's called love it's what we do hmm I was like of all things I get to do this <laughs> I was like then I gotta make sure that I'm uh, doing it because it's something we have to do and so I'm, I'm excited uh, to share with you this morning. I got some notes from Pastor at the last minute. He added, gave me his notes, and then I kind of added mine to it. And so we're going to make this work today. But God is helping us, and it's going to be good. Amen. So I'm going to start out with a story first. So remember, it's love. It's what we do. Uh, there was a guy named Mike. He was a guy that you couldn't help but like. You know those people? He always had a good attitude and a good mood. 
Sometimes you don't like those people like, get out of here. <laughs> Always happy. <laughs> I don't, when you don't want to be happy, it's good for them to be around you. <laughs> so when asked, how are you doing, this was his reply all the time. If I was any better, I would be twins. That kind of guy. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, and so his friends would say, I don't get it. You can't be in this good of a mood all the time, every day, all day long. He replied, every morning I have two choices, a good mood or a bad mood. I can be a victim or learn something to make me better. I can take criticism and be deflated or I can grow. Life is all about choices. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Several years went by and Mike had a really bad accident. He fell 60 feet. His friend went in to see him in the hospital. He said, how are you? Do you know what his answer was? If I was any better, I would be twins. I don't think that would have been my response. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> so he had 18-hour surgery long pins and rods in his back his friend asked him what went through your mind when all of this was going on he said remember remembering I have two choices to live or to die his friend asked were you scared he said yes I was scared but the paramedics were great the look on the doctor's faces really scared me they said, this is a dead man. But he said, I'm going to take action. So he, as he heard the nurses asking him questions, they asked him, are you allergic to anything? Because all the medicines he needed. He said, yes, I am. And they said, what? He said, gravity. Because <laughs> he fell. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> That's a better joke than what Pastor tells. No, <laughs> but it wasn't mine. I can't say it's mine. <laughs> He said, I am choosing to live, so work on me as a man who is alive rather than working on me as a man that is going to die. That was good. Every day when we wake up, we have a choice. Will I choose to walk in love or will I choose to not? And you know what I'm finding out? That even when we do make the choice, I am going, I choose love. Like, say that to yourself. I choose love. It's like something on the inside goes off. Because it's in you. If you've asked Jesus into your heart, the Bible says that the love of God is shed abroad in your heart. It's in there. And so we look at love and we think there is no way anybody can do this. Like you, we're going to read it here in a little bit. And I, I know your mind's going to be like, there is no way anybody can do that. <laughs> but there is a way because God lives in us and it's in God's word. And so, in, and it's tied to everything we want from God. Everything in your life. And so uh, I'm going to turn over to Hebrews chapter 11. You know, when you look at life, 
can you think back to when you were like a teenager, maybe in your early 20s? You probably have some teenagers in here, early 20s. When you look back and you, you look at life, life is in front of you. What do we tell seniors in high school? The world is at your doorstep. You can do anything or have anything. It's just, it's in front of you. Go get it. And we help them to go get it. And then you live life for a few years. 20 years go by. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. I'm trying to get everybody in here. And we're no longer really looking forward, but it seems like we're looking back, right? We might be looking forward, but we do a lot of looking back, judging what we've done. And sometimes we look and say, well, I haven't come very far, or I'm in the same spot I was 20 years ago, or, <laughs> or we judge it, or we look back, we look back, and we no longer look forward and so it's almost like life takes hope away. Like we begin to lose hope. And hope and faith and love work together. Hope is at the core of love. Hope is at the very core of faith. But I feel like, you know, we lose hope. A lot of people, when you look around, it's just like there isn't hope. It's always like, hmm, it's hard. I'm not where I want to be. Look at my kids. It just kind of goes through all of your life and your relationships and everything. When we look over at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, I'm doing like notes here and notes here, so you got to bear with me. <laughs> but it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Faith, it's the substance of things hoped for. So I, you mean I have to have hope to have faith? Yes. Or you're going to have negative faith. Or you're going to have hope and faith in the negative. But we want to have hope in God, in his word, in life in love and looking forward because God has good things for us. doesn't matter what we come through. That's only made us stronger. You think about it. Have you been through things where you're like, I'm never going to get out of this? God, if I get out of this, it's only because of you. There ain't no person. There is no money. There, it's because you were on my side. And he, may, he uses people to help you. But that thing that you thought you'd never get out of, you're on the other side of it now, aren't you? And it was years ago, and you got through it. That is hope. That is faith, and that is love working together. And look at you now. And even when you find yourself coming up against something again, it's the same thing that will get you through Again, faith in God, hope in him. And so you, uh, you may have dreams of the future, what things you could or 
would be like, hopes of a marriage, hopes for your family, hopes for a good life, a better life maybe, hopes for ministry. Maybe you just sent something on the inside. Ministry can be anything. You can go to work every day and be a minister of the gospel, minister for Jesus. Maybe it's your career, your job. You have hopes for more money, for raises, for uh, promotions. Maybe it's a whole different career. But you can look ahead and dream. You know, it just, it seems like when we go through life, I, we went to a conference, oh, not lo too long ago. It was a millionaire conference. <laughs> that's the slogan of it. But it's a minister that's over in Lansing, Dave Williams. You may be familiar with him. And it was all about your thoughts. And the conference was really about, um, he told us to every, every day. This actually is really difficult. I, it was really difficult to begin with. But he said, write down 50 dreams. He said, I don't care what it is, anything that you, you want to see in your kids, your family, you, any, it can be anything. But think of 50 things. And so when you start writing and you get down to like number five or number 10, it's like, hmm, I still have a lot more to go. <laughs> and so you can see that hope dissipates just through life and we get complacent in our place of life it's just like hmm and we just no longer really are living we're just like barely making it sketching by so God came to give us life more abundantly life of freedom so why do we choose to live in bondage so many times and the open door is through love. The Bible says that faith works through love. Over in Galatians chapter 5, verse 6, it says, Faith working through love. And so, your faith is entirely dependent on your love walk. Let me say that again. Your faith is entirely dependent on your love walk. Your hopes and your dreams are entirely dependent upon your love walk. They work together. And so we're going to look at love this morning. We're going to open the door to it. We're going to um, dissect it, what it really is. And I just believe God's going to be speaking to us today and helping us along the way. What I'm finding is it's not just a talk, but you have to have the action to line up with the talk. And that's where it gets nitty-gritty. And so you can say, I choose love. I'm going to walk in love today. I'm going to put a smile on my face. And then the kids come. And one's in a bad mood. Just this morning. Just last night, I got real with God. I was like, all right, God, here we're, we're going to do this again. It's probably like my million, probably more than that in my lifetime. <laughs> I was like, we're going to do this, and you're going to help me. <laughs> you're going to help me, Lord. <laughs> but, you know, you can get in patterns of how you respond, and it's just the sound of something of, that someone does, like the talk that they're talking, that can set you off, and it's like, 
here we go. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> I'm going to love today. And just so it pulls you in. You may not even be part of a conversation, but because you hear it, it pulls you in. I have a daughter like that. I'm always like, don't get involved. <laughs> now i got to tell myself that. <laughs> but praise the Lord. It is something that we continually, continually work on. And so at the end, I'm gonna, we're going to work on it together, and um, I'll show you how, how you get better at it. <laughs> and I'm right there with you. Praise God. And so we're going to look at love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. You know, people a lot of times become the casualties of our unmet expectations. When you look at your family, those that are with you day in and day out, you know what would be really interesting is to surprise people and go up, uh, like go up to um, somebody in your home that lives with you every day, that doesn't just see you at church when you put on a smile and try to act right. And ask them, how, how, do they, how are they in their home? How, what's their mood like? How do they talk? We were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Please don't do that. Because <laughs> that's the real deal. And so a lot of times people want to say, oh, I love God. And God is so good. And he is. And I just want to pursue what God has for my life. That is all great and grand. And the gifts that God's given me, that is wonderful. But as we look in the Bible, we're going to see that God says, I don't care about that if you don't walk in love. So we can be all great and grand, and it may look like we have it together. But if I can't love those around me, if I can't start thinking and seeing people different, and even it starts with me seeing myself different and thinking about myself differently. And then it helps me love others better. And so over in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, I got to get there real quick. I almost lost that. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, it says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Hmm. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, there's that word again. Even though I have faith and I can believe God, so that I could remove mountains, but have not love. I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, so I just give everything to help others. It profits me nothing if I don't have love. And so, the next scripture is going to tell us what love is and what it looks like. So brace yourself. I feel like we're going on a ride, <laughs> like we're on it. <laughs> Verse 4 says, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. 
Love does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Hmm. <laughs> it's not provoked. And it thinks no evil. So sometimes we read things and we just keep going, going on. But if, we, if you take time and read it and dissect it, you really get the meaning of what it is. But so many times we read scripture and we just breeze through it. And so it doesn't stick with us. Thinks no evil. So this goes as far, Brother Hagen would always say it this way. So think no evil. Have you ever, it even goes to the point where if you have a thought that somebody doesn't like you or uh, think that they're mad at you or anything like that against you, that that is thinking evil on their part toward us. And so it comes back to, you know, we always say growing up in Christ and when you get born again or you ask Jesus into your heart and you start coming to church, well, you don't know everything yet. So you have to get into the word. You have to change the way you're thinking because a lot of times it's like old habits of how we think and then it's how we talk. Well, it's the same thing in love that we have to read about love for it to stick with us. And so let's see, where am I at? Uh, verse 6, does not rejoice in iniquity when others mess up, but rejoices in the truth. The next one is, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. bears anything. So I'm going to go over here and I'm going to read it in the Amplified. Just stay with me here. Stay. Uh, if these could go faster, it'd be great. <laughs> so over in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, we're going to read it in the Amplified. I'm only going to do verse 4 through 8. And so, listen to how this will bring it out more for us. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful, is not jealous or envious. So that means when somebody else has getting a new car and you want a new car, you're happy for them. When somebody gets a really great job and making really good money, maybe more than you, I can be happy for them. Because Why? Because God said he's not a respecter of persons. And so if I desire that, then I can have it too. But I, I am happy for others. That is not how the world thinks. <laughs> not at all. So you'll stand out in how you love. It says love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It's not self-seeking. It is not provoked. Nor overly sensitive. Ever been overly sensitive? <laughs> Just everybody look down. <laughs> uh, it feels like we've done this before right here. <laughs> we got to do this again. <laughs> and easily angered. Oh, why? <laughs> I don't know. God says 
That's his love, and that's in you. It does not take into account a wrong endured. Hmm. So that means I don't have uh, the right to be right. <laughs> you know what I mean, don't you? I'm right. You're wrong. I'm, God, um, pastors always talked about being the right fighter. He's a right fighter. I mean, tooth and nail. I mean, to the ground, he'll fight for I'm right. <laughs> I'm not saying anything he hasn't said. But sometimes it's not about being the right fighter. It's being the love fighter and being the one in the middle of it that will just respond in love. Love bears all things regardless of what comes. So really, you got to have a hope in God to do this. Your faith, your trust um, has to be confidently in God. And if it's not, this is hard to do. Because this means I'm trusting God. I'm not trusting you as the person or people. People are up and down. They come and go. And we don't mean to be like that. But the, the truth of it is, there, there's going to be a moment when I probably say something that I didn't mean to say or hurt you, but just how people are, we take things the wrong way, or, well, what did they mean by that? Or It's how we are. And so that's why I say, everybody, you don't mean to hurt people or say, but it's inevitable. Somebody's going to say something the wrong way. How it's going to sound not right in your ear, and it's going to hurt. God says, don't let it. No, 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 no. You're responsible. People aren't responsible for you. People aren't responsible for your heart. I'm responsible for myself. And so love is not just something we talk about, but it's something that we live out. And it's an action every day, all day long, the moment you wake up. But the important thing is, not to condemn ourselves with it, but just say, have a checkup. And then to say, oh, I'm going to get better at that. Maybe that's where it's been missing in my faith with God. My love walk. Bears all things. Looking, believes all things. Looking for the best in each one. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Even when they've been, uh, you know, sometimes we look at people and their track record. And we want to say, oh, no, no, that's their track record. They won't come through this time. <laughs> you know how they are. We do that about family members. <laughs> well, the Bible just says we believe hope or love believes all things, looking for the best in each person. Believing the best. I think this is going to be the time they come through. <laughs> Remaining steadfast during difficult times. That's a key. Because how many times when you're going through hell and back <laughs> that you just drop God, you drop church, you fall away, you, you become enclosed through the hard times, you put up walls and you want everybody to just go away and leave you alone. 
The Bible says that love stays steady. And that is the hardest, one of the hardest things to do. One of the hardest things to do when you're going through hell, no matter what it is, the hardest thing to do is to keep getting up every day, taking care of your kids, getting to work on time, doing work, doing it the best you can. The very hardest thing is to get up on Sunday and go to church. (laughs) When you're hurting, when you're miserable, you don't have any money. When your marriage is breaking and falling apart, we have some people here that are right in the middle of that right now. And they've been faithful to stick it out. And God will reward them for doing the word. You bet. God always is there. He's faithful. So steadfast, endures all things without weakening. Now, when you hear this, I mean, my mind checks out. All all along I'm reading it, I can feel my mind checking out. Nope. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Good one on that one. Yeah. (laughs) I've tried that. It don't work. (laughs) But my heart is connected. My spirit says, yes, I can keep with it. Uh, It says, love never fails, never fades, nor ends. For all those people that thinks it ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. When you go to heaven, you don't need any more of that. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. For our knowledge is fragmented and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child... I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man or a woman, I did away with childish things. It goes on about seeing in a mirror dimly, seeing yourself who Christ in you, seeing yourself that way. So when we look at love, it's not a human love. Human love hates overnight. (laughs) Overnight. In the morning. You do something, you say something wrong. Oh, no, it's, I, I'm done. It's over. <laughs> Not God's love. Think of how much, how many times God has stuck it out with you. Even after all the things you did. And you came back again. God, God was there with open arms. He always is. His love never fails. It never stops. It suffers long. If you can't handle this, then nothing else is going to work right in your life. If you can't handle God's love in you and working in you and walking it out, the Bible is it, then you can't handle anything else because love is at the core of everything that God did. For God so loved the world that he gave. His love came first, and it still is first. If you're not suffering with someone, then you probably are not walking in love with them. Because love suffers. 
Sometimes we think that everything is all peachy and rosy when we're walking in love, but it's really not. When you've been married for over 20 years, you know that very well. <laughs> Amen. Even longer than me. <laughs> that you stick it out. Just because they did something stupid don't mean you have the right to check out. Now, we all judge it accordingly. I'm not saying, like, let someone hit you and be, you know, don't take it. <laughs> but, I mean, if somebody just says something mean to you or maybe has a bad attitude or it can go in front, well, I can still love them. It's amazing if you'll pray for your husband or your wife. It's amazing what God will do. You don't have to say a word. And a lot of times we want to to each other. Well, you know what you ought to do? No, I don't, but I know you'll tell me. <laughs> so let me have it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but if I'm found, found out, if I'll just go to God and not complain to God, but if I'll just pray. God will begin to work. I mean, it's like the next day. I'm like, oh, those, it, it works to pray. How come I didn't think that? That's like the last thing I did. Like God will keep telling you to pray, just pray, just pray. And I'm like, no, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> so you just pray. God work. He does the same thing with your kids. If you'll, if you'll consistently pray for them. So love changes the way we think. <laughs> love can change the way we act. Love can change the way we see people. In verse 8, it says it bears all things. It endures all things. Endures sickness and in health. When there's no money, when there's lots of money, when there's no house, when there's a nice, beautiful house, when there's kids, when there's no kids, when they're evil kids, when they're really nice angels, love endures all the way through. And it bears up. So apparently love affects all the things in our life. It affects our believing. It affects our expectation. And it affects our hope. Love affects those things in our life. Love never looks back. And it never gives up. And Jesus over in 1 John, he gave a new commandment to his disciples. And it was to love your neighbor as yourself. To love. And he said that people around you will know that you're my disciple by your love. Not by how much word you know. Not by how much you pray. That's all well and good. But the Bible says that they will know that you follow me by how much you love. And so don't let people pull you in and be with them at um, being the backbiters and the talk. But be one that chooses, you know what, I'm going to love. There's a right to every story, but I'm going to love. I'm going to see God's way through it. Praise God. I'm trying to hurry here. i got to get to the end. And so how do we walk in love? How do we do this? The first thing is, we have to renew our mind to it. 
And so that just means I'm pulling out the Bible, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, that 4 through 8, and I just read it every day. I have it before me. Love is. Love is. Love is. And then I have to practice it. Number two, I have to practice it and I have to walk it out. I have to determine that I will walk in love even if nobody else does. Even if nobody else in your house is walking in love, you can be the one that chooses to. I am not saying this is a really easy thing to do. It is extremely difficult. And it's only difficult because we haven't given ourselves to it. So we've, we have constantly just given ourselves to the other, which the Bible says is just getting in the flesh, like warring, whether it's arguing, fighting, um, talking back, or spouting off the mouth, or um, being negative about somebody in our house, or, well, you know what you, you, know what you normally do. When we say those things, especially to our kids, all it does is take them down. But we don't realize that in the moment. In the moment, we're just opening our mouth really big. <laughs> living, living loud. <laughs> Live out loud, right? No, that's not God's way. And so we're learning how to walk in love how to be kind to each other. And that's how people know that we follow God. You don't have to be perfect. Every day, you make choices. But choose life and choose love. And choose hope again. You know, life, Going through things takes hope away. It's like it's, it's almost like it feels like it was ripped out of you. When I when you think back to uh, maybe in your teens or maybe in your twenty something, you know, as I said, life was in front of you, and you were excited about living life. Maybe you weren't married yet, and then you were like, "Oh, this is gonna be so fun! I'm getting married!" and you have a nice big wedding, and it's just fun, <laughs> dancing, and la, 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 and um, going on a honeymoon, and vacationing, and, you know, you don't have kids, and so you can just do whatever you want, when you want, pretty much, <laughs> and it, you feel like it's freedom, and then you get married, just walk it out a few more years. It didn't take us long. I think it was like when we bought our house. <laughs> a lot of people say the first year of marriage is like really rough and hard. Ours was the best year yet. <laughs> no, I don't know about yet. But our first year of marriage was like flowers and roses and like, oh, my gosh, like, look at all this. And <laughs> we both worked full time. And so um, and we served in our church and it was great. And then we bought a house. I don't know what happened, but something happened. <laughs> Pressures of life. Pressures of life come. And we step back. Pressures and how we react in those moments of the pressures of life. 
it makes our, it creates the path that we walk on, really. And if we don't arrest it and make some different choices, we get into ruts at how we react to individuals, husbands and wives, or uh, kids, any, anybody, moms and dads, anybody within your family or your sphere of influence. Someone that you're around all the time. What I mean by is our unmet, ex unmet expectations, we release out on others around us. What do we release? The frustration, the irritation, the bad mood, frustrated with God or with ourselves. Maybe you're one that looks at yourself all the time and like, oh, would you just get it together? <laughs> and so because of that, we get in ruts, we get in habits that form us. And then we look back and say, well, I used to not be like this. Why? I have looked at myself and thought, why do, I, why do I do this? Why is that my thought? That used to never be my thought. Because of pressure that came. And so everybody gets to that place in life. You're not exempt. I know you'd like to be, <laughs> And so God's still there all along the way. But somehow we think God left us somewhere. <laughs> Where are you, God? <laughs> but he's still right, right here. He's not left. <laughs> Everybody's happy. <laughs> so, Father, we just thank you for your love that you have put into us. That, God, you are love. And if we are following after you, we are following love. Lord, I thank you that you're helping us this week to be strong, that we can do it, that we have strength, and your might is big on the inside of us, and that we can love. And that I pray, Father, as we read the scriptures every day, and we give time and place for that in our life, that we begin to see it change in how we respond, how we're thinking, about others, even about ourselves. We thank you for your great love. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a good week. to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites which can be found at our website gvchurch.tv we know that today's message has been a blessing to you thanks for listening we are genesee valley church loving god loving people and loving life